that creative life hey guys it's been a minute we had a good run here in 2020 for about a year i made a commitment every single monday that creative life episode and guess what y'all we did it and it was great this is not goodbye this is just a see you later see you later in 2021 as you have noticed Oh my gosh, I feel like I just did the thing that everyone on their Instagram stories does. They start recording, they go, and then they start talking. I'm trying not to do that. That's funny. Anyways, been a great run. Haven't had an episode out in four to five weeks because recently I have just been changing things. It has been a combination of being overwhelmed with life, but I had this epiphany recently. Oh, wait. I can do whatever I want. (laughs) It's always good to obviously have goals, to have things that hold you accountable. So I continue to do my job, post YouTube videos, post podcasts for you guys. Obviously, I love having conversations with people. But today I'm going to kind of just be honest with you with the way I'm feeling, life. And then one Monday in 2021, that creative life will be back and popping. I'm not even giving you a specific month because I don't know. That's kind of the point. I don't want to know. I'm just going to put one foot in front of the other and I'm kind of starting from the ground up, pressing the restart button, starting with my YouTube channel, really checking off the things. Okay, what is everything that I am unsatisfied with? What do I want to do that I haven't been doing? And To do that with all of the crazy different things that I have is very overwhelming. YouTube channel, that creative life, special projects, other companies. So so really after being overwhelmed with everything one day, I'm just like, I just got to stop everything else. So that's why I kind of fell off the face of the earth when it came to the podcast, but it's not going away. I know you guys enjoy this, but I will say we're just going to get a little, little heart to heart here little heart to heart. If you have noticed, if you follow me on my YouTube channel, I posted this podcast and a YouTube video at the same time with the same title, talking about different things, same theme. The YouTube video goes into how I got in an electric bike accident. That was not fun, but I told that story, a little bit of a story time. And here on the pod, we're just going more, more uh, about life, more heart to heart, more talking with you guys and we'll see what happens. I will say when I stopped the podcast, one thing that kind of signified that I was right to put pause on this, but also something that bummed me out at the same time. (laughs) Okay, let me explain. So when I stopped the podcast, there was kind of a lack of people tweeting me, or messaging me on Instagram, or commenting things. I mean, I, I read a lot of stuff of what you guys send in. And there was just a lack of, oh my gosh, Sarah, you know, you've posted uh, that Creative Life episode every single Monday. Where's the new episodes? There were maybe like four tweets, two comments total over the past like six weeks of actually missing it. And basically, you know, you would expect something that you you do on the regular, and I obviously do get good feedback on the regular about it. You just expect more people to miss it, <laughs> you know? And I think it confirmed one of the thing, one of the reasons why I put a pause. Something about the podcast and something I want to work on 
with all of my projects in my life is they're they don't have what my YouTube channel has. And this is why my YouTube channel is unique and why I'm just kind of refocusing all of my energy on that. And then we'll expand, of course. But my my YouTube channel is one of those things that people just like they're what's the right word? They're just into it. They love it. They're about it. Some people are obsessed with it. They just it's something where if I didn't post a video for six weeks, I feel like, you know, I would be getting tweets every day. Oh my gosh, Sarah, where are you? What's going on? Um, and the fact that I didn't get that for my podcast kind of confirmed that it's never had kind of that visceral energy that I think online things can have when f- people become fans of it. It, You know, once you create something, you want to create something that's sticky and people just love it because it either helped them or it was entertaining or it was inspiring. They can't get enough of it, right? And so when I think about the podcast, it's one of those things that obviously I love interviewing people, having long-form conversations. I've been doing that since the very beginning of content creation, you know, when I started in 2011 through 2014 with creative space tv and stuff so that that part is very natural for me and i do enjoy that but the wrapper that it was in the context that it was in i took from what everyone else was okay podcast right and the these people in the sponsorship people they only understand audio so we're gonna go all in on audio we don't care about video sarah you already have a youtube channel don't care about video when in fact video is my strong suit (laughs) And I didn't lean on my strengths and I kind of didn't, didn't uh, go with my gut in terms of, it's almost like, oh, I don't want to create a video first podcast because I want to prove that I can do something other than YouTube. When that's silly, YouTube is my strong suit. I should have gone all in video first. And then it's also here on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, all of those places. And it's also on there, you know, like the like the H3 podcast. I don't want to go that far because those type of podcasts where they're like showing you clips of things, it's super video driven. I don't necessarily like that because I still want it to be a passive form of entertainment. But that's kind of where my head's at in podcasting. And obviously, I love to share the journey with you guys. And hopefully you can take note with you know the stuff that you're creating for yourself or within your company I always want to be helpful and I think that's something and you know I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now if I didn't have this form of just audio because hey I'm not wearing makeup I feel just meh I don't want to turn on the video camera right now but hey I'm still communicating with you guys in this new not new form but in just a different medium and I, I like that I can do that so audio is obviously super powerful but I do regret the way I went about a lot of my podcasts. I'm, I'm thankful I was able to be so consistent because when it comes to podcasting, you have to be consistent or people kind of just forget about you. It's funny I'm saying that after, you know, not posting for six weeks, but there was a good year run, which we had. Uh, podcasting is unique because you, if you are consistent, you have that consistent list, listenership, right? So each new episode, I would get like 10 to 15,000 listens. Um, And then every week is like a consecutive 20,000 listens per week because, you know, I have a strong back catalog. So people will sit there and listen to my back catalog at interviews, which is super cool. But, you know, you see those numbers 
And obviously they're less than my YouTube channel, but that's pretty powerful. That many people listening to just an audio form content. That's, that's super cool, right? When you, when you take a step back, but then it's like, okay, those are the numbers. But then what I really care about is like the people who are just like crazy passionate about, you know, that. So I know a lot of people are, are passively listening, which is fine. And you know, you consume me any way you want. That sounded weird. That sounded weird. You consume my content in the most convenient way possible for you, right? I'm not going to tell you how to do that. But I guess just what I've experienced with my YouTube channel and a lot of other things that I've done with life, I'm like, man, if there's not, I guess, you know, just the reaction is just a little off. And I think there are things that I can do to help that because obviously I've been doing this for a long time, but it's just going to take time to reevaluate that Basically, that's the TLDR, right? I'm I'm rambling, but you know we're just gonna we're just gonna adjust things, and I'm not gonna put pressure on myself to bring it back super soon because honestly, another reason is <laughs> I've always said I'm an introvert. I am an introvert in terms of I recharge by being alone, but y'all, this 2020 has been like hard on my soul I feel like because in my everyday life I didn't realize actually how many outside interactions I was having with people I work with or strangers on the street in New York or conferences I would go to and I really missed that interaction and that's what my podcast gave me because I would be doing these interviews in person and I love that and I I got like zoom fatigue I feel like zoom fatigue is a real thing right and it just got to a point where I'm like, I hate doing this over Zoom. I hate it. Like, I like that I have this awesome setup that, you know, makes this look pretty and it's doable. And of course, I'm going to do interviews via Zoom over the web from, you know, all the time now because people are used to that. But man, I think the part about being in New York, which is fun, is people come through, they can do it in person. And so, the inability to do a lot of in-person stuff right now, that too just brings me down. So the fact that I can't do that is another reason why I'm like, I'm not in a rush. I'm I'm not in a rush. I want that, I want that feeling of being in the same room with someone. Um so yeah. So we're gonna pivot away from talking about the podcast. That kind of just explains where my brain is at. And again, I'm just gonna say this again. Don't worry, that creative life is not over. And I'm not bashing. I don't want you to think I'm like bashing on what we've created here. It's obviously special. I mean, I talk to you guys on Twitter all the time. You guys love the memes on Twitter, uh, on Instagram. Like it's, it's a cool thing that we've built here. I just don't want to continue with it until I'm doing it 100% genuinely Sarah Peachy way and not caring about what other people think a podcast should be. I I just need to go full on video. I need to go full on in the way that I want to do it. And I'm not going to continue until I have the ability to do that, whether that's the brain, my brain space, the money to do it. um, And we're going to figure it out. And like (laughs) right now, I've been, you know, for over a week now, almost two weeks, uh, just completely out of it because I hurt my ankle. I'm in crutches. I can't walk. So that's a whole thing, too. So I'm just really focusing just on YouTube right now. So I'm sure, I mean, you guys can relate to some of the 
just the weirdness of 2020, you know, the new normal. It's not the new normal. It's just our normal, right? And it's helped to not be so engaged with Twitter and news. Uh, I was struggling a lot with like crazy panic attacks in the beginning of 2020. That was fun. And then after that, I had like this other episode for like a month where I would just freak out at every little sound I was hearing. And I was trying to figure out where this was coming from. Like, was it post-traumatic stress from like when I got broken into my apartment in New York three years ago? Is it this? Is it that? I mean, to the point where there would be like a single clink outside, you know, when I'm sleeping and I would wake up just terrified. You know, so little things like that, little, little things like that. And then if you guys can keep a secret, can you, can you guys keep a secret? I know there's, you know, tens of thousands of you guys listening, but because you don't tweet at me normally, I'm confident that you can keep this a secret between me and you. You know, I don't care if you share the episode, but just like this little detail. Maybe let's make it our our little secret nugget. Um there's just been, you know, these little things that are that are happening in 2020. And a few months ago, I we thought we were pregnant for like three hours. (laughs) So I thought I was going to be a mom a few years earlier than what, you know, I plan, you know, you try to plan, but God laughs. That's a saying, right? So that was weird. Uh, Those tests that say they're 99% accurate. Guess what? They're not, or I was at 1%, which is just insane but yeah I had reasons to believe that that was happening and there's a reason why I'm bearing this like 15 seconds into a podcast and not sharing with my entire YouTube audience because like it's like you know there are certain things you know like I have a tech YouTube channel I'll share some life stuff but you know they don't need to know everything I don't need to like clickbait my life um but I've been sitting on these like things that have been like secrets or you know, they've been different versions of that that have just been weighing on me and not just weighing on me, but also uh, just changing my entire outlook and my entire like timelines for thing for things change completely how I, I look at my job and the different jobs that I have and what I want to do. And why am I dragging my feet over here? Why am I not going for it over here? So that was fun. That was a thing that happened. Um, you know, it could be our little secret in this one little podcast that again, we're not going to share with any other people, right? It's just going to be my little secret with these 20,000 people. All good. So, you know, that's been 2020. That's been 2020. So these last 10 minutes, let's bring it up a bit, right? Let's talk about what I have done with this energy. And I want to reference this essay that Paul Graham wrote. He has a lot of good essays on his website. He's a venture capitalist, entrepreneur. He co-founded Y Combinator, which is like the most famous startup accelerator in Silicon Valley. And he posted this article called How to Think for Yourself. And the article is a lot about what it means to be an independent mindness be an independent thinker versus a naturally uh, conventional thinker it's a really good essay I I recommend reading it but the last paragraph wrecked me and it it helped me and it was good 
uh, so the last paragraph is curiosity seems to be more individual than fastidiousness. Oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. I can barely even read this big word. Curiosity seems to be more individual than fastidiousness about truth or resistance to being told what to think. Fa- I've never actually said that word fastidiousness. <laughs> I think that means like you pay attention to detail, I think. Anyways, not important. To the degree people have the latter two. They're usually pretty general, whereas different people can be curious about very different things. So perhaps curiosity is the compass here. Perhaps if your goal is to discover novel ideas, your motto should not be do what you love so much as do what you're curious about. Oh my gosh, that'll preach. Well, that pre- can we just okay? If your goal is to discover novel ideas, your motto should not be "do what you love," something we say a lot, so much as "do what you're curious about." And that just brought me back to the early days of YouTube for me. My first merch drop, which uh, two people only bought, this is when I had four thousand subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, I did a Teespring merch drop. It was just this white T-shirt and it said "Stay Curious." Because that, I mean, that used to be my compass when I was in college, when I was figuring out what I want to do, when I was in high school, it was always just like, what can I try? What can I do? I'm not satisfied with where I'm at. It was less about do what you love and more about, hey, what just keeps me up at night? What do I, can I sit and just Google for hours and hours and just be endlessly fascinated? And I think that's what I've kind of forgotten because I think it's a common trope of the you know, I make videos for a living. So do what you love, guys. I'm doing what I love. I'm just going to encourage you guys to do what you love too. But where that gets messy is you think this is going to be some like, oh, do what you love. Like that has to be an all encompassing thing that you just love forever, right? Like very rarely are you going to stop loving your mom or when you love things, it's like it's an unconditional love. But when it comes to careers, when it comes to things that, you know, aren't humans, but we say, do what you love, have a job that you love, that that kind of love is fleeting. That doesn't last forever. So when you find yourself and you're like, wow, I've been editing videos for over 10 years. I don't want to edit another video for like six months. You get confused because you're like, no, Sarah, this is what you love. This is what you're good at, you know? And then you just, okay, right? And you just heads down, you you put one foot in front of the other. And then you wonder why you're miserable because you just haven't had a break from this thing that you, but then you feel guilty because this is what you love. Sarah, you're so lucky you get to do what you love. And this almost kind of gave me the freedom to think like, oh, I don't love this right now and that's okay. I can be good at something that I'm not obsessed with. It's okay for something to just be my job for a little bit. But going back to the curiosity aspect of things was so eye-opening for me because I was like, "That's that used to be my compass. That used to be my North Star. I kind of lost, I lost it in the South. And man, that was clarifying for me because I know exactly what I'm most curious about right now. What I stay late up at night researching what I want to be, you know, my new side projects. But because for the first time, what I love and what I've been doing is now my job, not just another stepping stone to the next thing. That's why this gets a little bit more complicated. When I was playing basketball and I thought I was going to be a WNBA player, well, I was in high school when I decided to quit. And it was just, they weren't paying me to play basketball. It was just, okay, I thought this was going to be my thing. I don't love it anymore. Let's do music. 
music, you know, same thing with music, same thing with college. And then I landed on being a YouTuber, creating the content, which I do love. I do love. But, you know, the moment that there's a feeling that I don't, it all just seems so wrong all of a sudden. So I've helped kind of shift my mindset. And hopefully that that can be helpful for you guys in, in any way. Maybe you can just shift to, hey, your, your North Star should be curiosity. That's a very, stop stressing about passions and doing what you love. F- just follow that curiosity compass. And hey, it's okay if your job is something that, you know, you don't love with every fiber of your being. I think that's okay. I mean, I don't think it's okay if you're miserable and you hate your life. That's a whole other conversation. But whether if you can use curiosity as your North Star for your side projects or for your main job, go for it. And I think that's what I'm doing. And I think that's what I'm excited about right now. And this was a... I don't even know what this was, but I just wanted to check in one because, you know, there's some people that listen to that creative life who don't even care about my YouTube channel, which is interesting. I I like that. I like that, you know, I found some new audience over here, but I won't be gone forever. But this, that creative life, the RSS feed is just going to be a little lonely for a few months. Okay. And sometime in 2021, I don't know when it could be like at the end of the year, who knows? It could be in two months. Who knows? But that's, that's where I'm at right now. I'm just saying, I'm realizing that, hey, I'm the boss of me. And guess what? I can say no to things. That's been new too, saying no to things. If you know what the feeling is of not having something and dedicating your entire life to accomplishing that and climbing up that mountain, and then you arrive and you're getting all these opportunities thrown at you, which is, I mean, just, you know, a blessing to start with. But once you arrive the hardest thing to do is to say no because you think if you say no well that's a step in the direction that you came from you don't ever want to go back to that feeling of not having you know your dream not having that job not having xyz and you feel like saying no is a step in that direction and that's why it can be so hard to say no but that's not true and so i'm practicing saying no i'm focusing what i'm curious about and i'm just trying to get back to a place where i can be a little bit more positive about things. I can maybe complain a little bit less. I can figure out how can I be a helper in my life to other people because I've received so much help in my life and we can do this together guys. And I think that's what uh, is so great about the internet because it's like a, it's like a little internet family. So until the next episode, who knows when it'll be. Thank you for listening to the hundreds of that creative life episodes. We've had a fun run here in 2020 and I will hear ya in the next one, whenever that is. Okay, bye.